Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we are here to talk about Arizona men's basketball they had a game this evening or earlier today, wasn't it really evening, 4 o'clock. And Arizona won 101-256. Um, what was the prediction that I had, Jason? I think you predicted 101 points. I, I did. I did predict but. 101 points. But we'll talk about that. Uh, before we do, we do have a shout-out to our sponsor, Longview Investments. And Jason wants to read it today. I'll read it. You need a man's voice, Shelby. Okay. So there you go. Our daily spending choices greatly impact our lifestyle. What we can do, where we can go, like catching a big game at the McHale Center. Make your plan and enjoy the special moments. At Longview Insurance and Investments, we can help you learn how to make smart financial choices for the future, balancing both work and play. Visit our website at www.longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. Thank you, Longview Insurance and Investments. I have such a good ad voice. You do. Welcome. That's welcome. Join Wildcat Authority. We are running a Black Friday sale, but we'll get to that next week. Yeah. On Black Friday. On Black Friday. Because that's, you know. Well, it's actually, is Sunday this week? It feels like next week already. I don't know, but Shelby, stop with your shenanigans. Is, is, ever since you, you started, mark... you've been really mean ever since you started nailing scores. Um, That's what I do, Jason. I drink White Claws and I know things. In the immortal words of Tyrion Lannister. I was like, Shelby, we're leaving for Palm Springs on, uh, Wednesday. on Wednesday at 5 a.m. And she goes, that's perfect. I could... I can have a white claw with a croissant <laughs> to start my day. I said, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I really don't actually like drink that much. Is there like a mimosa flavor? I'm sure. White claw, like an orange. You can have the orange white claw You could make a mimosa, I guess. It's just like orange juice. Sparkling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway, nope, I'm good. I'm going to have trouble just being up at 5 in the morning to do that. But anyway, oh, my God, we have a long week. Uh, Arizona won 101, and I... Uh, you know, I did predict that. You I don't did. Even, you're not even saying the other team score. It was I mean, 101 to 56. It was to 56. Me. That part I didn't get right. I think I said 70 because I assumed they would um, have a little more gas in the tank and they would get higher than that. But um, Arizona kind of smothered them there in the second half. It was awesome. What did you make of the second half of the game, Jason? Well, I, it, I just read the question, by the yeah, way. So you shouldn't be caught off guard. I typed it wrong. <laughs> Uh, she meant the first half. I read what you wrote. Shelby, sometimes you have to, uh, ad-lib. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. So, let's, we're discussing the first half. Uh, Arizona only went into halftime up six. It was an ugly half. You know, when you take a look at what, uh, Arlington did, um, Shelby's now whispering football plays. 
I mean, she's out of control tonight. Her knee. Did you hear that? She just got. She now she's embarrassed. His knee was down. <laughs> Good lord. Watching the uh, game. UT. Oh, we got dogs choking in the back. UT Arlington shot forty-eight percent, made a six of ten threes, uh, rebounded the ball as well as Arizona. Uh, you know they they just really played well. I mean, it, it, that's really what there was to it. Uh, you know, you take a look in the first half, Arizona uh, did not <laughs> rebound the basketball well. They had the same amount as UT Arlington, which should not have happened. They were 12 of 22 on layups. Uh, they didn't turn the ball over, which was nice. But, um, you know, they, they shot 45%, which isn't awful, but they didn't really get to the line a lot. Um, it was it was a weird, it was a weird half. Uh, you know, it, it really was. It was, to me... Um, you know, UT Arlington did stuff in the first half. Like, they're not a good three-point shooting team, like I said uh, in the preview, and then they're 6 of 10 in the first half. And they had guys making shots that don't normally make shots. Shamar Wilson, for instance, hadn't hit a three all season, so naturally uh, he hits one from the top of the key that doesn't even touch the rim. It was open, but, like, he doesn't even shoot threes. Um, and, and so the first half, it was just kind of, one of those things, right? Like Wilson had 15 in the first half. Uh, Brandon Telbot, who's not a big scorer, had five um, and is taking shots that he doesn't normally take. Fabio Basile has six. You know, guys that normally aren't big scorers um, decided that they wanted to be big scorers in the first half, and it was it was weird. It, you never got the feeling that Arizona uh, was going to lose the game. It was more of it was just kind of strange because you assume that Arizona was going to whoop them. Right. Okay. Um, well, back to the original question or version of the original question. What was the difference in the second half? Arizona realized that it could whoop them, right? Like right. I said in the first half. Decided to win. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, it, when you look at everything that happened in the first half, you take the opposite and uh, attribute it. Uh, to the second half, right? And, and so, you know, I, I pull up the, the half comparison, right? And let's just let's just do it. Field goal 16 of 35, 45% in the first half, 22 of 38 in the second half, 12% better. Uh, Three-point field goals, 4 of 13 in the first half, uh, 7 for 11 in the second half. They doubled their percentage. Free throws pretty much matched it. Rebounding, 17 rebounds in the first half, 29 in the second uh, you know, the turnovers, they had a few more turnovers. But then you go back and you look at uh, at UT Arlington and their half comparison, Shelby. They shot 48% in the first half, 25% in the second. 8 of 32 in the entire second half. Three-point field goals, 6 of 10, right? You're like, oh, this isn't normal. They can't shoot threes. Well, they returned and they only shot 1 of 15 from 3 in the entire second half. Uh, they went 3 for 4 for free throws in the first half. Two for eight in the second half. Rebounding, they had less rebounds. Turnovers, they had more turnovers. Everything that went right for them in the first half went wrong in the second. And I think the key was uh, Arizona just brought energy. Like, and I say this all the time, um, you know, Arlington and Belmont, Arizona was very bad matchups for them. You know, at the end of the day, Arlington's center was 6-8. Arlington's best player, which we'll get to in a minute, um, is a wing that rebounds a lot because they don't rebound the ball very well defensively. Going into this game, Arlington was an offensive rebounding juggernaut. Uh, they only had eight for 10 second chance points. 
um, today because that's just, you know, it, Arizona was bigger and better and, and they, they kind of imposed their will. You know, you look at Shamar Wilson, didn't do as much, et cetera, but um, really it was just guys stepping up in the second half. The energy changed uh, completely, and, and once they got going, it was it was fine. It was all over. Um, what stood out defensively tonight? I thought towards the end of the first half, Arizona really picked up their ball pressure. Um, you know, it. I, I understand that he's a mid-major player, whatever you want to call him, but Dewan Gordon uh, going into this game, Shelby, he was the guy where, you know, I, I had said that I thought Shamar Wilson was their best player. But Dewan Gordon statistically was averaging 17 and 13 per game on 39% shooting, which isn't great. 17 and 13. He finished with two and four. That's it. He only got off six shots. Um, you know, he only had four rebounds. He was a complete non-factor. You didn't even know that he was on the court. Leading rebounder couldn't get on the glass. Like, just could not do it. Um, and, and, it, and there was no difference for him. You know, you take a look in the first half, he only got one shot off the entire first half and it wasn't foul trouble. He played 19 of 20 minutes. He got one shot off the entire first half In the second half, he was over five and went scoreless. That's arguably their best guard. Their best player was Shamar Wilson. He has 15 points in the first half, six of nine shooting. He is awesome. So then they, they crank up the ball pressure. They get to him, right? He plays 11 minutes in the second half because it was blowout city already but he only had four points you know they had they didn't have a player uh, Dwayne Caroma in the second half at five points that was their leading score in the second half in the second half that saw them only score 19 points which included a late three and some free throws um Arizona just put up the ball pressure you know that that's really what it what it came down to you know you you take a look at the steals Arizona finished with 12 steals uh, nine of them came in the second half. So they had nine steals and four blocks. K.J. Lewis had three of them uh, on the second half. I, I mean, you, you're, you're just kind of, at that point, you know, you're, you got 26 points in the paint. You got uh, 12 points off turnovers. You, you're, you're 11 fast break points. Um, they averaged 1.4 points per possession, per possession in the second half, uh, which is just a stupid number. Um, you know, it, it's it, UT Arlington average 0.48, which is about as bad as it gets. It was just a matter of, okay, we're more athletic, we're bigger, we're going to really pressure you, see how you can handle it, see what you can do with it, and they really couldn't handle it or do anything with it whatsoever. That's right. Um, well, who was your MVP tonight? Uh, my MVP, Shelby. Besides me for getting the score right. Uh, I, you know, I could go a variety of ways. Um, the Ken Palm MVP was Pella. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I tweeted when, when Pella had the block shot, I tweeted Pella showing emotion, Arizona run incoming. And then they outscored him seven to nothing. Pella is the emotional leader of this team. He's not a super emotional guy. But when he gets emotional and starts yelling at the crowd and starts yelling at his teammates, they feed off that. Uh, were there guys with better stat lines? A little bit. I mean, he finished with 13 points, four rebounds, three assists, a block, three steals. To me, he was the MVP. When he gets going like he did, um, you know, in, in the second half, he had five points, but he only played eight minutes. But towards the end of the first half is when he kind of turned the game around, I thought. When he brought that that energy and the guys around him kind of realized, oh, okay, we got we to gotta step it up. I mean, there are there a few other players with similar stat lines or maybe even better 
Umar, Boswell, we'll get to in a minute, but uh, I thought Pella was my MVP. And isn't he usually, in your heart, your MVP? I like Pella a lot more than probably other people do, but You've whatever. been talking about Pella, and even in the season preview, you said... I call the Pella party. You do, right? and I know Michael Luke has apologized to you because Pella... Apologized. Apologized, because he has performed well early in the season. I don't know if he's the emotional heart. I feel like he's like an emotional amplifier. Like, once he starts amping up, that's really when everyone else starts amping up. You say the same thing about me. I'm an emotional amplifier. amplifier. I'm always amplifying. Mm-hmm. You definitely cause chaos around here sometimes well, with the girls. When about. all three of you get together and then you start hooting and hollering and stuff, it's crazy. You're wrong. Rora! Rora! <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any other thoughts on individual players from tonight? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. These are great questions. Let's just go down the line here. Uh, Caleb Love was the the three-pointer at the end of the first half or near it. was one of the worst shots I've ever seen Caleb Love put up. But what was nice was he he controlled himself in the second half. He was two for four. I know he played eight minutes. um, But the first half, he was terrible. And the thing also is if you're going to shoot poorly, which he did, four for 13, one for seven, you don't want so many threes from him. But if he's going to have that type of game once in a while, you better contribute in other areas. His defense continues to be really, really good. And then he had six assists, one turnover, and he added uh, six more rebounds. So, you know, that's a nice night for him. Like, you're, you're fine with that line. You want his shooting to be better, but at least he's contributing in other areas. Kylan Boswell is Kylan Boswell. 15 points at the best mean mug of the game when the guy kind of clipped him. Uh, you started yelling at the TV viciously when that happened. Um, you know, he had 13 points in the second half. I could go down the line. I thought Umar realized that the guy that was guarding him couldn't guard him, and he just dominated him. Uh, you know, Kashad Johnson. Kashad Johnson's weird, right? He had 11 points and six rebounds. He shot seven threes. I'm not sure if he's ever shot seven threes in a game. And it's like, well, you want to complain about it. Um, but he had one turnover, and he made three of them. Like, not, like And I think that the issue is that he's a forward and all that. But when you think about it, he hit 40% of his threes. That's pretty damn good. Pretty good. Uh, I almost made my MVP Jaden Bradley. This was finally the game that I think Arizona fans were waiting for. Jaden Bradley, 13 points, four rebounds, two assists, a block, did not turn the ball over, shot five of seven from the field, hit a three, hit two free throws out of two attempts. This was by far his best game uh, at Arizona, and you could see the potential of what Tommy um, season him and then Crevis doing Crevis things. Uh, obviously, I thought Noroska's really, I mean, you look, you know, Conrad, my boy Conrad scored, you know, you yeah. really go down the line. There, there were only two guys that had a negative plus minus. Shout out Luke Champion and Will Menno, but whatever, whatever. It was one of those games. There's only so much you can analyze on an 87 point win. All I know is this, Shelby. Mm-hmm. It is officially Michigan State. This podcast, this podcast turns turns the page. We're on Michigan State week officially. Michigan State, ASU. Hate week. What a time to be alive. I'm wearing my Home Fields Apparel Arizona Bomber jacket right now as we do this podcast. And I'm cold, but I love this jacket. So bear down. Bear down. We're excited, and you'll hear from us a couple more times this week. All right, we got Brielle. Brielle, are you worried about how mom will act white clawed out in Palm Springs? Um, yeah. <laughs> Shelby, 
I am perfectly fine. You are not perfect. I'm going to get down Mom, the last with Arizona. Game. It's going to be awesome. Everyone calm down. I have hope that at the game that you went to without me in the Sun Bowl, a bunch of things. Yeah, <laughs> but there's one thing you need to hear, and that's... Bear down, baby.